Hey guys, uh, we're back, and this is part two of my conversation with Gary Owen. Everything I'm not made me who I am. If I had a chance, I'd do it all again. Yeah, steak sauce, bitch, I made one. Yeah, steak sauce, bitch, I made one. Everything I'm not made me who You want me to tell you a bad story about me? Oh man, I got so many. I got so many. Go ahead. Uh, first time I've ever go up in LA, ever. Yeah, I'm calling any place. Like I said, any club. You guys got stand up. You guys do stand up. You got jokes. You got stand up. Paul's cake. I call this place called the Rage on Santa Monica. Yeah, it's it's a gay. It's still there to this day. Yeah, I don't know Santa Monica's gay. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't have been to LA that much. Yeah. Uh, they say yeah. We have a talent show every Tuesday. We have a vari- no. We have a variety show every Ooh, Tuesday. That's a good. Okay. Show. Yeah. So they go. You gotta get here at four. Sign up. Come back at nine. If you made it, show starts at ten. Yeah. Go up at four. Nobody's there. So I'm, I don't know. It's a gay bar. Yeah. Sign up. I come back at nine. You made it. You're the ninth of ten acts. Great. <laughs> a lot of dudes here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I was like, there's a lot of dudes here. Yeah. So then I realized, oh, it's a gay bar. Right. And it was super gay. It yeah. was like G A A A A Y Y Y Y Y. Okay. Gay. Yeah, yeah, you know? that's gay. So everybody's singing. Yeah. It's all singing. I go up, straight, white, male, and I remember the joke and everything. I got one joke out, and uh-huh. they let me have it. It wasn't a boo. It was a gong. It was- <laughs> some some dude came out dressed in drag with two people from the Ving Rain Pulp Fiction shit. Yeah. The, the ball in their mouth. Uh. They pulled this drag queen out on like a throne with the gong, and she did the whole this wow. number, and the crowd went, yeah! <laughs> really? <laughs> they cut the mic off. Like I wasn't allowed to talk over. Like the mic got cut, wow. and I was like, "Ooh, <laughs> wow!" So I walk off the side, and Kim, I was the only one that got gonged. Yeah, I walk off the side of the stage. I'm like, "Fuck!" At this stage, I should have left. Yeah. Why do I hang out to take abuse? Why do we always do that? I'm just sitting there. Like you want one person to be like, "Dude," I go to the bathroom, and this guy goes, "Hey, man." This is a tough crowd. And he has a card. He goes, but if you need a massage. And he puts his card in my pocket. And I went, what the fuck? Then I walk outside and I have a parking ticket on my car. I go, because this not getting fucking worse. Yeah. I got to drive back to San Diego. Yeah. And I remember thinking, fuck, I got to work nine to five the rest of my life. Uh, and going through my brain like, fuck, man. That's I gotta funny. Work. But there was a girl named Dee Dee Rainbow. And I don't know if you knew that her at all. That was in there. That was- she was there. You know, she, uh, she hung out in that that. That click. Yeah. I don't know if she was gay or not, but she hung out in that. And she goes, she goes, she came up to me. I remember she's loud, black woman. She had the crooked teeth and everything. She goes, this wasn't your right audience. You're funny. I can tell. She goes, you got to come down here. So there's a lady named Kathy Lewis had the belly room on Mondays. But you had to pay her five dollars to go up. Nice. And she goes, it was for advertisement, <laughs> for flyers <laughs> yeah, and right. shit. So I go, oh, and like maybe a couple weeks later, I got to go up. At, it was called No Color Line. So she made sure she had white, black, Asian. She had everybody on her show, yeah. straight, gay. And I went up and I did the exact same few jokes, and it worked. And I went, oh, so my she would pack the belly room out. It was okay. Yeah, it was all right. So that was your was first. Packed. That was your first stint into the comedy store. Uh, was that room? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, when I was in San Diego, I, I finally got up at Guy Tori's Fat Tuesday, and that's when I was like, ooh, yeah. I got something here. So you, you know? didn't even know what your audience was yet? 
No. When did I was you start just... going for black rooms? Uh, that's who I could get on stage at the black rooms. Yeah, man, that was I, me too. I couldn't. I did the I did the comedy store open mic, wait in line for three hours yeah. to get a showcase. Nothing. And I went up. I did it like two, three times. Then I, then I finally got picked. Mm-hmm. Five of us got picked. It was four women and me. And I remember I was the fifth of the five trying to be paid regulars. And Mitzi was in the back of the room. And when I got on stage, she she had the four girls sitting around yeah. talking to him, wasn't paying no attention nope. to me. Yep. And I went, what the? F-? Yep. And that I got off. And I, I, I know it sounds conceited, but I clearly had the best set of the yeah. five. And I was like, when I got called the next day, they go, yeah, you didn't make it. And I go, well, can you tell me why? And it's like, I don't know. She was eating. I don't know. They said you didn't make it. I go, what? And yeah. I remember saying to myself, I'll never do this fucking room. Yeah. I've never been up in the original room. Isn't that crazy? Since. And I end up running Fat Tuesday, so I would go up there. But I've never done just like a mainstream, normal yeah. Wednesday night at the con. But I heard it's different now. I heard yeah. new management, and it's very much more supportive than it yeah, used to yeah. be. Yeah, yeah. Because back then it was it was kind of cutthroat. Yeah, you want to know what mine mine was with Mitzi? Oh, okay. I have one. So uh, Bobby Lee goes, I got I got Mitzi, Mitzi's gonna watch you tonight. Well, he yeah. started in San Diego. Oh, with, with Mitzi, yeah, 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 and uh, at the La Jolla room. And then he goes, Hey, I got uh, Mitzi's gonna watch you. So make sure you're at this spot. And he got me a spot, right? And uh, and it's Paul Mooney sitting next to Mitzi, and Bobby's like right. <laughs> so it's Paul Mooney, Mitzi. And, and Bobby. Why and didn't I get a picture of that? Why didn't I get a picture of that? I Man, <laughs> I remember on stage while I was performing saying that to myself, like, this is the craziest looking thing. Because <laughs> all three of them were watching me. Yeah. And I remember I get, yeah. I, I'm going in on this one guy in front of me because he started talking to me and I start, and I start going in on, and crowd is laughing. And I'm like, ooh, I got this. I think I'm in. And I see Mitzi look at Paul and then look at me and go like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, if you guys could just imagine what this head movement looks like, like that face and that nod, like no, while I was performing. And then I got off stage, and then and the Bobby- in the original room or the belly room or the main room? That was in the uh, original room. Okay. And then I walked off stage, and then Bobby got up and, and then just put his arm around me. <laughs> and he wouldn't even let me talk to Mitzi. And then and then uh, and then Bobby goes, yeah. She said she wants to see you again. I'm like, huh? Right. See I what? I know. There's sh- Can th- I just wh- perform for Polly? Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure Polly will let me in. Well, it's like when you're. But this is way back. This is yeah. way way back. This is the late like, '90s, right? Yeah. When you, I, I always think like there should be a a talent pool. Like there should be like five people watching people showcase, and yeah. then they talk. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because. Like I said, there's there's people that are kind of hacky, mm-hmm. can steal. Yeah, you know what I mean. And like I, I I got this guy that opens for me now called his name Say, uh-huh. and he's a Cambodian dude. Uh-huh. I think and I know Say. I'm sure you do. Yeah, he used to do websites. And yeah, stuff. see, I know Say. Yeah, you owe money. No, he owes me money. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> no, got I'm it. Joking, I'm joking. <laughs> he was very jaded when he started working with me. Yeah. I've been ripped off by so many comics. I'm supposed to do their website and I really? do those work and then they don't pay me. Oh Jesus. So uh he uh he's Cambodian. And I keep telling him, I said, dude, look at the recipe for success for ethnicity. Uh-huh. And I go I go, Joe Koi found the Filipino audience. Uh-huh. I go, Ali Wong's now got that Japanese audience. Uh-huh. I go, Sebastian's got the old Italians. I uh-huh. go, Gabriel's got the Latinos, the Mexicans. Uh-huh. I go, 
There's and no then you were, and then you were like, and I got my wife's audience. Well, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm the only one that's ever gone against who he is. Yeah, like my audience is completely against everything I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I said, there ain't no Cambodians. Yeah, I said. So when he opens for me, even though there's a lot of black people, I go, stop doing the black shit. Yeah, I go, that's not gonna advance you. Mm-hmm. I go, you just got to figure out a way to do some Cambodian shit. Yeah, I go, and then. Hopefully, two to three thousand Cambodians are in every city that could come see you. I go because they're there. Like I, I'm Russell Peters. Yeah, Russell Peters is the one that, dude, he can walk around anonymously, and nobody knows, and then do thirty thousand seats at night. Can I say this about Russell? Because when I was on tour with Russell, we would sell out literally like what you said, yeah, big ass arenas, right? But then we would go to a restaurant. No one knew who he was. Like, he could literally wear a shirt that said, I am Russell Peters. <laughs> I'm like this. Dude, but them Indians. Yeah, they come out. They're in every city. Yeah. And I keep telling them, I go, dude, there's 3,000 Cambodians in every city. Yeah. I don't know where they're at. Yeah. But they're there. Yeah. And I, I keep trying to tell him, look at these guys. Yeah. They found their audience. Yeah. You know what I mean? Boom, boom, boom. You know? I but bet you it, people didn't know he was on Comic View. No, man. They you didn't know? know I won the Apollo. Right. I, yeah. When they, but you know what's crazy? I didn't know that. You didn't know that? Mm-mm. Yeah. That's a good story. That Honest John got me the gig on Def Comedy Jam on the road, and uh, and uh, Bob Sumner, remember Bob? Yeah, I got a story about uh, Bob. Okay. <laughs> Bob. <laughs> yeah, I got a story about Bob. Bob goes, uh, Honest John goes, hey Bob, this is uh, Joe Coy. He's really funny, man. Put him on the show, right? So, uh, it's Def Jam on the road, right? So it's mm-hmm. at a casino, and Bob goes. All right, I'll put you up, man. Uh, the house lights will be up. We'll open the curtains for you. Just perform in front of the curtains. <laughs> and then he goes, he goes, and then he goes, uh, don't say welcome to Def Jam and don't say uh, enjoy Def Jam. Just do your shit and then say, uh, my name's Joe Coy, and then come back through the curtains and then we'll start the show. And I'm like, these motherfuckers, man. I was like, all right, whatever. My sister was there and her husband. What city is this? This is in Vegas. Oh, it's in Vegas. Okay. So uh, you hear someone on the PA, just voice of God, ladies and gentlemen, Joe Coy. As they're ushering people to their seats, yeah. house lights kind of dim because the guy, the stage manager is like, hey, man, I ain't going to do that to you. I'm going to bring it down some. So he brought down the lights. And I'm here I am. I, I'm calling. I'm crawling through this little hole through the curtain. I pop up. I do my shit. Kill it. I, I think every comic always says this. Kill it. But I really did. Yeah. And I came back through the curtain. And, uh, and uh, Rudy Rush was there. And Rudy yeah. Rush was right next to Bob. And Rudy goes, who's this motherfucker? And then Bob was like, "That's this kid, Joe Coy, Honest John brought him to me. He was like, well, why, why the fuck did you make him open, man? Like, this motherfucker should have been on the show. What the fuck you did? And then Bob was like, I didn't know it was going to be funny. That's why I put him up front. He's like, well, what the fuck, man? And then Rudy goes, you want to be on, on the Apollo? Because he was hosting the Apollo. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, he goes, you want to be on the Apollo? I go, yeah, man, I'd love to be on the Apollo. And he goes, all right, man, you'll be on the Apollo. And then I flew out. Like, the next week I was on the Apollo. And then well, I was won it. A, was it, uh, you, you went on amateur night. Yeah. No, no, no. He 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 created a segment called Comedy Competition. Or oh, like really? That. It was Rudy's Comedy Competition. Oh, okay. Because you remember comics would, if you did Amateur Night, the comedian always lost. <sighs> yeah, what, you didn't well, want to go up against the singer. But, you know, uh, not not a contest, but um, I was there in 98 with Gabriel Iglesias. Mm. So Gabe calls him at Caroline's. Mm-hmm. 98, 99. I was headlining, but I, the only credit I had was Comic View. Yeah. And Gabriel called. He was like, hey, Gary, man, I'm in New York. I'm doing the Apollo. Can, uh, can I do a guest spot? I go, yeah. 
He goes, I got Wait, this guest spot where? At Caroline's. Oh, I was at Caroline's. Oh, you were headlining. Yeah. And oh. then he goes, he goes, you know, can I do guest spot? And I go, yeah, 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 that's fine. So he came down and my wife was there, Kenya, and uh, he brought this guy, Manny Maldonado. Uh-huh. And he goes, yeah, Manny got booed yesterday at the Apollo. It was, it was pretty bad. And I go, really? He goes, yeah, so I'm not going to go up because I want him to work on his other five minutes. Uh-huh. And I go, okay. So Manny goes up in front of my audience at Caroline's, <laughs> and, and he, he does okay, oh, right? Okay. So Gabe goes, he's on the side of the stage, and Gabe goes, what was that? And Manny goes, what? He goes, that was the exact five minutes you got booed. <laughs> you didn't change anything? Yeah. He goes, oh, I just think it was my delivery and everything. So the next day, we all I go with Gabe, supporting Gabe. I go to the Apollo. Gabe's going up, right? And Gabe posted at some point, if you look at Gabe's show, uh, Apollo appearance, me and Kenny are in the front row. That's funny. Dead center. Yeah. And we stick out. I'm a white dude. Yeah. And I'm tall. Yeah. So Gabe destroys. Yeah. And just does Gabe's. He was on a, he was like, we're on a roller coaster. Two clicks. You know, yeah, he's yeah. got these sound effects. Crowd was eating it up. Yeah. And uh, I was a little worried because I'm thinking, rowdy. I've never been in the Apollo before. Yeah. Then Manny goes up. And gets booed again, <laughs> and he does the exact same jokes from the day what? before. And Gabe's looking at him going, Manny, why would you do the exact same shit? Yeah, yeah. Like, he never changed his shit the That's five minutes. crazy. And I was like, it so was- they, a, they booed him. It was pretty ugly. Oh. Like, Steve hugged him. Steve really? gave him a hug, and then he, I'll never forget, Steve goes, I got two words for this young man. Job application. <laughs> but Gabe is so such a good hearted dude. Yeah. He looked more hurt than Manny. Oh, Gabe man. just sitting there like Yeah, <laughs> man. People I, I don't think people because these kids don't know about the Apollo, man. I, I wish like this is the raw Apollo. Yeah. Not not the Hollywood Apollo where they, they jazz nah. it up with a band behind it. This was the big red curtain, the stump, Steve mm-hmm. on the side. People boo the minute you walked out, like it, that Apollo. Yeah. When you're there, though, when you watch it on TV, yeah, the boos seem like they're heartless. Yeah. But when you're in the room, and I think I, was, I we stayed for two or three episodes, and I think three or four people got booed. Man, Manny being one of them. Um, it's not uh, it's not a mean boo. Yeah. I can't explain it. It's almost like, come on now. Yeah. <laughs> like it's almost like your yeah. friends going, dude. Yeah. Not good. It you don't it doesn't come across as like angry and it means spirited when you're I there. I was scared, but on TV it does. Yeah, I remember on the side and and the guy goes, uh, "Hey man, before you walk out, don't forget to rub that snump." That's what he <laughs> said to me, the the stage manager. Yeah, and then he goes, "Are you ready?" And I go, "No." <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I go absolutely not, sir. I want to go home. <laughs> Do you remember what you did to win him over? Like what joke? I I, I did right off the bat. But mind you, um, I I don't have that much material. It was like a Michael Jackson impersonation, mm-hmm. and like uh, I'm Asian. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I went right for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you don't understand anything I'm saying. That's all I had. So now I'm trying to figure out. What am I going to talk about right now? Because they're going to they're gonna fucking boo the minute I walk out there. And I forgot what I said. I, 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 I'm I going to try and post it. But, but how how good of a feeling was it when they when you knew you had him in the pocket? I knew I was going to win. But, I mean, when you're on stage, you got yeah. that first laugh. The first laugh I But then I you get another win. laugh. So you're like, oh, shit, they are with me. Yeah. The first laugh, you're like, okay, that was cool. I remember, I, remember I, I was in the middle of my act, and I saw this black guy with a white T-shirt on. He stood out like a sore thumb. 
and he was standing in the middle of my act clapping. Just standing and pointing. Like, yeah. Like 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 a proud uncle. Like point and I was oh, like, I got this. Was there ever a Oh mind you, mind you, Gary, this is the one where they where they put their hand over your head with the other guy. Oh yeah, doom. So they were doing doom. that. Oh, that, who was blah, the other blah, comic? Blah, blah. It was his name was Big Kenny. Big Kenny. I don't is that know, Kenny Williams? I don't know who No, 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 not Kenny Williams. His name was Big Kenny. That's all Big I remember. Hmm. And he put his hand over Big Kenny, and then they put the hand over me and they and they they stood. There was a few people that stood. Mm-hmm. And I won. I was like, what the fuck just happened? Did you have to come back? What'd you I, win? I think I did. No, you don't win anything, man. Oh. You just, you, you get to walk out. You get to walk out no through Apollo the front. T-shirt, you get to walk nothing? out through the front. That's, that's the worst. I find that footage, by the way. catch a cab back yeah. to the hotel. Yeah. The Holiday Inn. Yeah. That was great. I just made it. That was great. What was, let me ask you this. You was know there ever a- I'm sorry to interrupt you again, but you know what I was on? Uh, I was on this thing called the Black- comedy tour and you were on that too the black college, oh, the college. Comedy tour. well that's when we first really met man don't shout out the name i won't you, he, he ripped so many people off. he ripped so many so we're not going to give him a shout out at I'll all tell you, i'll tell you what he did to me though oh i can when tell I you what he out, did to me I, let me tell you how he, i found out he was ripping me off Woo! this I, is so good i don't even want oh go ahead so we were, we're not together. saying his name no, me and you met doing university of alabama yes that's where we yeah. met. And it was like around Halloween. Wow, I, I totally re- forgot about that. Yeah, it was like around homecoming. And so I'd brought you up at uh I'd brought you up on Comic View. Yeah. And this is not so this had to be before this was before the comedy store incident. Mm. This was before that. Yeah. That's when you we went after got, me. That's when you attacked me viciously. What? At the comedy store. When oh. you when you purposely put George Wilbur <laughs> in front of me. I was helping you grow. <laughs> Just I didn't know he was gonna go you, long. Destroy my soul. I didn't know he was gonna go long. Hey, it's happened to me too, man. I didn't know he was going to go long. But uh, <laughs> I didn't know he was going to go long. I didn't. You did. I it was five minutes. I did not. Dude, Joe, let it go. I will. You're fine. I will. You're fine. But what, what happened? What well, happened? I've never been on Netflix. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it goes tit for tat. Uh, yeah, they always say no. So. <laughs> so you're fine. Gary, they said no to me. Who? Netflix. Oh, they never said no. They go, he's on our list. That's what they always say to me. They said, but I've been, I've been on list for like six years. They didn't even say I was years. on his list. They didn't even say that, Gary. Oh, they, they just, just went like this. No. Yeah. <laughs> they said it three times, and then I shot it myself. Well, I've shot all mine myself. Did you bring it to Netflix? Yeah, they still say no. Okay. <laughs> Showtime buys it. The latest one I did, we just did last week in San Antonio, but that Showtime actually did it. So, what do you mean? They actually paid for it? Yeah, they paid for Wait, it. Wait, you shot and paid for all the other ones? Yeah. My guy. See, that's what I'm talking yeah. about. Hell yeah. Why? Well, that's, that's what why, you got to do, bro. That's when, when the, the stuff happened with Monique and yeah. Netflix. I go, just do it yourself. Yeah. If they say no, don't. It is what it is. Yeah. When that was happening with her, I was literally paying for my special at the same time. Yeah. I do. So all... I was kind of like, wait a minute. Huh? Yeah. The last eight years, the, the three I've done, I did myself and then I sold yeah. them. You know? Yeah. You just got to stay relevant, man. Man, you just got to do it yourself. Yeah. We're not in that era anymore where it's like, uh, yeah, I'm waiting for a deal. What the fuck are you waiting for? Do it yourself, man. There's two cameras in this room right now Mm. and a camera guy sitting on a high chair looking at us like, is this almost done? That, that, and it's going to go up. It's going to go up, Gary. Mm -hmm. I ain't waiting for podcast.com. Right. Or cameraman.org to come in here and shoot this for us. This is us doing it. So just fucking do it. Do it. Mm. Mm. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. What, what were you saying? I forget. No, 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 no. It was Alabama. Oh, met you in Alabama. What? I don't know where I was going with this. That's where we met on the black. You, you were oh, about to tell yeah, a story. yeah. This is why I knew I got ripped off. This is the black college comedy so tour. This is the kind of shows that we had to do. We had to do black colleges. We had to do. There were no comedy clubs booking Gary and I. No yeah. call. There was no improv going. Hey, Gary, can you headline this week? They weren't giving us those spots, you guys. We had to do black colleges. Yeah. We had to do fucking nightclubs. Well, even if we're doing like Alabama's on black college, we were coming for the black student union. Yeah, it was all the black kids on campus. Yes. Which is, they just want to hear about fucking and rappers. That's it. If you can do a joke about a rapper fucking, you're good. Oh, you're, that's your closer. <laughs> I got kids. We don't give a fuck about your kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about Fetty Wap. Hit it from the back. <laughs> Wasn't Fetty Wap so, back then? Back then, <laughs> right. Fetty Wap was in the audience. Uh, talk about Biggie. Talk about yeah. Biggie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? TLC Scrubs. Scrubs. What? Did they just file for bankruptcy? <laughs> no. Uh, so I was, at, I was doing Louisiana Lafayette. Yeah. And I should have known because all his contracts were the same with me. The yep. money never changed. Never I'm changed. I'm like, okay, this college is bigger than this college. But you need the money. It wasn't terrible money. I will never forget it. And Gray, I'm not making this now, but this is back then. He paid me $3,500 to Louisiana uh, Lafayette. Yeah. When I got there, he didn't show up and nobody else was on the show. Yeah. So I was like, there's nobody else on the show? They're gonna So the guy would always show up at the shows to get the check. Yep. And then he'd pay you with his company check. Yep. But he That's always, what he, he did. He acted like he was the host. Yep. Right? So he did he misses his flight. Yep. He's out there. So they handed me the check from the university, oh, bro, right? That's how oh my god. So I remember he was so animated, like, Gary, just put in the mail. I'm gonna send you a, a, a FedEx envelope, just throw it in there, it's paid for. I went, okay. So I opened that bitch. It's fifteen thousand dollars. Yep. And I went. Hold up. Yep. I'm getting 3500 No yep. travel. I got to get my own hotel, own flight. And you, the booker, yeah. just took $11,500. Yes. I go. Didn't do anything. Now, for those of you that don't know, a booker normally gets 10. 10%. Maybe 20 on colleges if he's like the finding fee and the 10%. Uh, of it, so on a fifteen thousand dollars show, he should have made three thousand. Yeah, right. And Not then, even. That's too high. Fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred. And if he didn't show up, that's just him just on the phone making yeah. phone calls, working it out. You know what I mean? So I'm like, this dude. Yep. And I'm just, I just was going through my rolodex like LSU, like Alabama. I was doing the SEC schools. Like, yeah. This was Louisiana Lafayette. Yeah. You mentioned some of the bigger schools. Yeah, man. I was like, we're done. Yeah. Oh, it was you know done I mean? then? Oh, yeah, I was done. The last show I did with him. And I was like, I was more like- Did you tell him? Yeah, I told him. But I was more like, dude, I was like, uh, you could have just paid me what I should have been getting. Yeah, man. But you gave me the whole, we're going to do three shows in three days, so you're going to make, like back then, you're going to make $10,000 in three days. Yeah. I was like this, amazing, And right? he made 45000 Exactly. But yep. I'm like this, you could just, I would have never even quite, if you would have gave me what I usually get, yeah. you're lowballing me yeah. to put more money in your pocket. For I was no, just like- For no reason, too. That's uh, what sucks, man. And 
that burning bridges, man. You you stupid at like. Did you not think Gary was gonna blow up? Did you not think any of these comics were gonna blow up? That you could eventually, you could retire with this with this roster. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you would have just stayed loyal, bro. Dude, that but show you I mean, wanted- had Lavelle on it. It was me, you, Lavelle, and I don't know who else. There was four of us. Bro, I've met all my all all these cats that I I did on that show on that tour. They're all huge now. Like mm-hmm. this this dude. I don't want to say his name, right? No, we can't, right? But if you would have just been loyal, motherfucker, if you would have paid us right, you'd be sitting on an empire right now, you fucking idiot. Well, his initials are BD. BD, bro. Big dick. Big, big dick. And we're not complimenting (laughs) anything. His personality. Bro. Talk about, talk about. Michael, Michael Blackson. I met some more. You. Lavelle. Cat. Uh, I did a show with Cat. Oh my God. I, I can't even name all of them. Yeah. I it's, can't even name all the guys that was on. He had oh, JB Smooth. Dude. You know how many shows I did with JB? I met JB because of him. Yeah. yeah you Listen to me, Brian. And I know you're listening you to me, bro. Just listen <laughs> to me right now. Those names I just gave you right now. Yeah, bro, you'd be in the $100 million range right now, bro. Mm-hmm. You'd, you'd have fucking nine fucking national tours right now running at the same time. You fucking idiot. Enjoy whatever it is that you burnt, bro. Mm-hmm. It's, it's one thing to take a little extra. You were just raping. You were fuck. No, that's stealing, bro. That's grand larceny. That's what that is. It and really back is. Back then, you don't know any better because you're like, oh, okay. Because you're just taking it. I was shoveling yeah. dolphin shit, bro. Yeah. And I remember, and mind you, you got thirty five hundred. Mine was fifteen. Yeah. And that was the the high contract. I was yeah. also there was some where he would only pay me nine hundred to twelve fifty, and I had to pay for my plane yeah. ticket. Well, all all my contracts are thirty five. Yeah, him. I know. It never came in higher. I go, why? I should have known. Like, mm-hmm. why is every school the same? Yeah. Every school is the same. Yep. But at that time, you're like, oh, I'm looking at it like, dang, four shows in four days. Yeah. A lot of money. Here's here's to what me, this is what's then. crazy about criminals. They always get caught because they do dumb shit. Listen to me, BD. If you're able to FedEx the check to Gary, why didn't you also pay for postage with the school to have them FedEx the fucking check to you? You fucking, it was almost like a narcissistic move. It's almost like you wanted to get caught because you wanted us to see it because that's how he got caught with me. How did he get caught with you? He didn't make his flight. Oh, and you got the check? Yeah. Mm. And guess what? It was so funny because the girl, she didn't like him because you know how he talked. Remember how he talked? It was very like, it was crass. It was very, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? It was just, he was- uh, uh, Almost like we don't know what's going on. Yeah. No, that's not how this works. And he'd always talk down to you. Like, and it was like, bro, don't talk to me like that. And and she didn't like him. Whoever booked us, she did not like him. And and she, I remember she goes, hey, here's uh, that check that you have to mail. And it was open. Mm. And she goes, here you go. What school was it? Man, I wish I, I wish I remember that girl's name. I don't remember. Mm. I really don't. I, I remember she was a black girl. And she handed me the check and she had it open. And she gave me that look like, might want to look at that check. Mm. And I and I looked at that check. It was like 20 grand. 20 grand, man. Who else was on that show? I think it was me and, oh my God, B-flat. Remember B-flat? Oh, he took home 16000 easy yeah is me and b flat yeah b flat was on all his shows for yeah is me b flat and i think that's it 
She was uh, nice too to me. She yeah, was B always was nice to me. She was a nice lady. And I remember I was I made like twelve hundred that night, and then she I think she got like two grand or something or twenty. I don't. I'm not gonna say what B flat made. All mm-hmm. I know is I saw a check for twenty grand, mm-hmm. and I'm like this motherfucker. Not only bro. that was like sometimes. Sometimes he did pick up the hotel rooms, but you were never at a nice one. No, never. You're like La Quinta. Yeah, La Quinta. Like, yeah, not even La Quinta. So we came through a Hilton? Yeah. Nothing? Uh-uh. <laughs> it was bad. So let me ask you this. And that was it? That's let's, the end of it. How, is he still doing things? Uh, he's He keeps texting me like on the 30th anniversary of this tour. I'm like, did you forget how we ended? He yeah. does? Yeah, he just texted me like recently. What? Out of left field. And then he'll text me every now and then, like I'm putting a show together. I just don't respond. Uh, let's 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 let's, let's go away from that. When did you? When was there ever a set or was there ever a time where you like, oh shit, I'm starting to hit? You mean is there a time? Yeah, do it you was, remember? It was definitely, and it's so funny, man. Like like what you said earlier, I found my pocket. Like I always knew I had Filipinos in the pocket, right? But. But I always went for the Latino audiences and the black rooms. Mm-hmm. That I wanted to win them over. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because I was like, no, I'm just funny. You know what I mean? I can make a black room laugh. I can make a Latino room laugh. So I always kind of kept the Asian rooms off to the side. Like, I wouldn't book, like, those rooms. Like, they mm-hmm. would always ask me. I'm like, nah, I'm good. You know, because I knew I had them. I wanted to try and win the black audience. I yeah. wanted to try and win the Latino audience. And then when I got Chelsea, that's when I started getting this other demographic. You I got I mean? a great story about Chelsea Handler, by the way. Oh, me too. I got a good one. And um, <laughs> we're storytelling. So when Chelsea, no, no, one's better. <laughs> so when, when, <laughs> when... <laughs> that's funny. When uh, when Chelsea took off, I was in Tampa Bay, Florida, the Tampa Improv, right? You know that bit. It looks like yeah. a. It looks like a like fucking war bunker. It looks like a war bunker. Yeah. It just. It's not beautiful, but it's an amazing room. Yeah. And uh, and it was a Thursday, and it was packed, like packed. And I've not never... papered. Was I don't know sold? if it was papered or okay. not, but it was it was sold. All I know is it was the first time I saw my Thursdays, like where there was a, a standing room only. Yeah, not standing room only, but a waiting to get in. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, is there a cancellation? And I'm just like, I looked at the the manager and I was like, no more two for ones. <laughs> I swear to God, this is a real co- a real serious thing because I remember seeing people in that line with two for ones, mm-hmm. and I go, no more. I go this weekend. It, it's done. We're not. We're not taking them. Uh, I'm gonna go on the radio, and I'm not gonna say two for. I'm like, we're not doing it. And he goes, "Are you sure?" I'm like, "Bro, I I just know something's happening. No two for ones." What year and, was this, bro? It was. It had to been like nine years ago. Hmm. Not because it was during Chelsea. Yeah. So it was about nine years ago. It was at the beginning of Chelsea, and uh, and we didn't do two for ones, and uh, and my whole weekend was sold out. And then after that, when I went home, I called my agent and I go, uh, we need to fix my deal because I want a piece of the door now. And so you weren't on a percentage deal? No, that was a buyout. Yeah. That was a buyout for the yeah. weekend. But after that day, we went into percentage, percentage deals with deal. the improvs. And, now, start and then like, every year was a high percentage. So Yeah, so you start off like 50-50? And then 50, it goes 60, 50, 40, 70, 30, 80, yeah. 20, 90, 10. That yeah, deal. now it's like 97. 97? <laughs> Not there yet. I'm at yeah. 90. You got me beat. <laughs> no, I, uh, I'm always interested in that because uh, I remember the, the the two instances where I was like, whoa, one was the Houston Improv. Yeah. Where the the guy, Raymond, yes. said- um, I love you, Raymond. Yo, he gave me- Do you love Raymond? Yeah. yeah. He gave me $2,000 uh-huh. 
in cash. He goes, don't tell nobody. And this is six years ago. And he goes, Carrie, like it's it's minute seventy three. Can you remember that, Carrie? You can't fucking say that. What? He just told you not to tell anybody. Seven years ago. It's fine. He's still the manager there. And I gave it back to him. No, okay, okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> no, he goes, he goes, dude, I feel awful. He goes, he goes, this is not cool. He showed me what they made at the door. Yeah. And then he showed me what I got paid. He goes, yeah. this yep. ain't right. Yep, that's he, a good dude right there. Because we didn't, I went on a percentage deal. I was on just a flat rate with bonuses yeah. at sellout. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you want me to tell them your bonuses? Because I know the bonus. It's every it? it's every hundred you get an extra two hundred bucks or something like that. Oh it, no, mine was because uh, Houston's huge. Yeah, I know. So it was mine was five hundred dollars at three hundred sold yeah. and another five hundred at sellout. Yeah. So every show I had a chance to make a thousand extra dollars. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. Not knowing that We're, they're paid. That's a fucking awful that's deal. Awful. So. He, he goes, dude, I just feel bad. Yeah. He goes, this is, he goes, I, he goes, just don't rape us next time, please. Yeah, yeah. That's what he said. He goes, remember, I'm, I'm looking out for you. That, I said, no problem. Raymond. So. I love you, Raymond. That one, and then not too long after that, I was at Phoenix to stand up live. Yeah. And Casey's the manager, who's my favorite manager in the country. Yeah. Uh, that's stand where, up live, baddest room in the world. I love that room. Yeah. I love Joel. I love all those guys over there. Yeah. yeah. But go ahead. What happened? I was on a. 50-50 door deals. First time I, I went into percentages, yeah. right? And that check blew me away. I went, what? <laughs> I tipped the entire wait staff. I, I said, said that. grab your cooks. How many people are on staff tonight? Like, everybody's getting $20. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I was just like, I've done no that way. before. I, I I couldn't stop staring at the check. I was like, yep. <sighs> yep. But like, you deserve it, Gary. Right. Thanks, Tony Robbins. <laughs> no. <laughs> the point got me, Joe. But you deserve it, Gary. Now you, you grind them. But I remember after that, I'd been on percentages and doing okay. But that was like my first. You should first, have cried like, at that moment. I was like, "Yo!" But now you know what you know what kicks in for me is okay. Now we got to amp it up. Yeah. Because now we you know we're starting to sell tickets and stuff. I go, I don't want to be the falling off guy. Yeah. I go now. That's when really I was like, we got to start doing my own specials. Yeah. I don't want to wait. We got to get this shit going. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't keep it moving. Yeah. And stay relevant. Right. Always. Ow. That's, you know, that's why you, I always say in that, today's day and age, when any other time, we're really in control of our own destiny and our own career. Exactly. With podcasts, the ability to, to film your own specials and put on YouTube yeah. clips. Yeah. I go, dude. The, the ability to make a flyer digitally and give it to a million people, which is what you get to do. Yeah. You literally get to press send and one million people are going to look at your flyer. Whereas mm -hmm. you and I, back in the day, you were taping flyers on barrack doors yeah. and hoping that, <laughs> that that whoever's cleaning that day doesn't rip it and throw it in the trash. Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of cool. And you and, and there's people that don't take advantage of these situations. I don't get it. Don't no. come to you. Don't walk up to Gary and I going, man, how do you do it? Man, please don't. Don't well, walk What you always say, too, when the young guys come up to me, too, is I always say, like, uh, dude, when you first start, it's just about stage time. Yeah, I I almost miss that feeling of butterflies in my stomach. Yeah, for five, I'm like oh shit, I'm going up tonight for five minutes. Yeah, it wasn't about count the room, how much are tickets. It yeah. was just like that five minutes. Yeah, man. I gotta hope they laugh. Yeah, for five man. Minutes. I remember driving like the comedy store and just butterflies. Don't talk to me. Just quiet, like yeah. Oh my god, like they're, yeah. they're, And then then you see it and the butterflies really kick in. Like yeah. Okay, it's still there. Do you still <laughs> create those uh, butterflies? Because I do. 
I don't give them a lot. I'm I get on vacation. Anxious. When I'm on vacation, like I was in Maui, I go, I go you hit me up in Maui. I said, yeah, where'd you get the house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, But every time I'm there, bro, I'll go up at an open mic unannounced. Oh, really? And, and Hawaii's my, my, that's my mecca. That's your shit. That's my shit. Yeah. So when I walk up, yo, it's like, Joko here, brother. Yo, get down here. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I go unannounced at a bar and I, I want the, I want to bomb. I want to feel it. Like, mm. and I want to try and win that room over. Wow. You know what I mean? And I did it, uh, you know, sometimes I'm on tour. I'll, I'll, I'll find out where the local, uh, you know, open mic is and mm-hmm. just walk up unannounced and just, mm. and go for it, man. Cause you I get that I lo- feeling in your stomach. Man. Again? Yes. I love that feeling, and you should do it too, man. You should. Mm. You should just. I never try it. Yeah, you should. It's fun. Hmm. You know, another thing that I'll, I'll tell you off camera. I want to give you this idea. Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you a great Chelsea Handler story. Okay, please. We're supposed to wrap, but so, this is too we'll good. Start. Okay, this is our longest pod, and I want you to know this is our longest pod ever. Well, we haven't and seen I'm each other so in 10 happy. Years. <laughs> yeah, I'm just so happy that you're here, Gary. And so, uh, I'm in Sacramento at the Punchline. Mm. Chelsea's opening for me. Yeah. Nobody knows who Chelsea is. She's getting ready to do Montreal the next week. Yeah. And it's I think it was Wednesday through Sunday at that time. Yeah. Where's this again? I'm sorry. The punchline Sacramento. Okay. Ooh. So they sent her. Right there. by the furniture, uh, right by the mattress yeah, store. Yeah, yeah, mattress firm. Yeah. Yeah. So she goes, uh, she's not doing well Wednesday and Thursday. She doesn't do well. And we go to a bar Thursday night and You the, and Chelsea. Chelsea and like the manager there and some of the waiters and waitresses. And she's just fucking taking shots. Oh, and I yeah. go, dude, you all right? She cleans it. And she goes, she goes, yeah. She goes, I don't fucking get it. She goes, I've been doing these jokes. They've been working. They sent me here to week for Montreal. And now I'm thinking I got to trash my set and do a new set. I said, hold on, hold on. I said, calm down. This is what we're going to do. I was like, don't look at the Mexicans and blacks because they're not going to be in Montreal. Yeah. I said, so this sounds awful. We're going to put all the blacks and the Mexicans in the back. <laughs> Are you being serious? Yeah. I go, we're going to make sure. And I told the manager, I said, to make sure it's all white people in the front. I said, the older, the better. Couples. And I told Chelsea, focus on the first two rows. Don't worry about the back. They're not going to be in Montreal. First two rows, that might be in Montreal. And she did fine the rest of the weekend. And you did this for her every every night. Yeah. You you were Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I told the manager. You were the audience for her. I told the manager, just put them in the back. White people in the front. Okay, you know, well, hold on. I, I got to explain before you get hate mail. Uh, by the way, if you want to send hate, it's to at Gary Owen. Uh, what happened is he moved the uh, his black and Mexicans. Uh, fans and Mexicans to the back of the room. Now, I don't want you guys to think that this is this is the Sacramento punchline, all right? The there's, back of the room is about yeah. 19 feet. Yeah, there's so, 250 <laughs> seats. <laughs> in fact, the back of the room is actually the best seats in the house. Yo, I'm in the back right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> compared to you. Yeah, I'm where in the Gary back. is from me, yeah. that's the back of the room. <laughs> so she well, did that's, fine that's, the rest of the weekend. Yeah. Then she goes to Montreal the next week. Rest is history. Yeah, the rest is history. And I never got on her show. She never put you on the show? <laughs> no. I was like this. What? And I, I remember. I remember telling people, "Tell her, tell her about the punchline." I don't think it ever got to her. Honestly, I don't think it ever got to her. And That's then she crazy. drove me back to the hotel, which is right across the street, the Residence Inn, across the punchline. Yeah. Sunday night, and she was like in a Volkswagen Jetta, I think, or something. And I remember we sat there and we talked for about five minutes, and then I just went, "What are you doing?" And she goes, "I'm gonna drive back." I go, You're driving back to L.A. tonight? She goes, "Yeah, I'm driving back." I go, "You're fucking crazy." And then, then she she drove off as last I saw her. Yep, she so. drove into a a billion dollar industry. Right, I was like this. <laughs> yeah, so I was there for Nick. Yeah, Chelsea. I was in Montreal with Gabriel when when I saw the industry go. Whoa, that yeah. fucking guy. And then yeah. he was on all that. Yeah, 
Yeah. That's cool, though. Those yeah. go, my, you want to hear my Chelsea story? Yeah. So uh, John Lovitz uh, sees me at the Laugh Factory, and he's like, uh, he tells Jamie that he wants, he wants me to start opening for him. So Jamie Masada calls me, right? I'm working at Nordstrom Rack. I'm putting shoes in on LA? shelves in LA, right by LAX, right there on Sepulveda. There, there's a Nordstrom Rack mm. right there. When you exit the 405, yeah, that's that, not a good one. A, it's a horrible one. Yeah. And I, I'm shelving shoes. And all of a sudden, uh, Jamie's like, I gave I gave uh, John Lovitz your uh, phone number, buddy. He's going to call you. Make sure you pick up. He's going to call you, buddy. And, I, and I'm like, what? Fucking John Lovitz? I'm on my way to work. And then phone rings. It's a number I never noticed before. I pick it up. And it's like, hi, it's John. I'm he like, talks like that for real. He real life. really <laughs> talks like that. He's like, it's John. I think you're hysterical. Would you like to open for me? <laughs> I go, I'd love to, John. Good. Every Wednesday, I'm doing a show at the Laugh Factory, and I want you to open for me. I'm like, done. So every Wednesday, I start opening for him. And it's then, the Laugh Factory on Sunset, right? Laugh Factory on Sunset. It was John Lovett's night. And then he goes, uh, uh, on the second time I opened for him, he's like, you really have to see this, this, this one female comic named Chelsea Handler. She's hysterical. She's my only, she's my only friend on, <laughs> she's my only friend on MySpace. What year is this? I, when MySpace came out. Like 2006 then? I guess. And he was yeah. like, it's Tom and Chelsea. That's all I'm following. They're my only <laughs> friends. Check her out. And next thing you know, Chelsea's on the show. And she's doing the shows with us. And then and then she's like opening the shows and shit. And then she's like, hey, I got this show idea. And I want you to be my sidekick, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, and uh, we're producing. I, I go to a couple meetings with her. And then next thing you know, I get this deal with Comedy Central. And I go and do this pilot. And I go, hey, Chelsea, I gotta, I can't do this show with you. Because I got to deal with, with uh, Comedy Central for my own pilot. And then she goes, oh, well, that's going to suck. You're just gonna always. You're just gonna. You're just gonna listen to your agents. Do you not know that this show's gonna be a fucking smash? Go do your shit. You're always gonna listen to your agent. Blah blah blah. And she's just cursing me out, and then hangs up the phone on me, and that's it. That was the last time I ever heard from Chelsea. Right? My pilot gets squashed. They don't pick it up, and I'm sitting at home after a long day of shoveling fucking shoes onto the racks because I had to pick up shoes and put them on the racks all day. And I'm sitting at home. My back is killing me. And fucking Chelsea lately comes on on the TV, and I'm like, motherfucker, she was right. I made the wrong choice. <laughs> How'd you get back on it? Uh, about three months later, I get the call from Mike Cox. You know Michael Cox, and he calls me and he's like, Chelsea wants you on the show. And then it was his history. She put me on every week. Mm -hmm. So, but that's how I got. But that's my story with Chelsea, man. She was right. God damn it. Yeah. I, I, wrong. Didn't, I didn't get on. <laughs> that's great. Your story's fucking awesome, Joe. I looked. You want to meet John? I looked out. <laughs> All what are you I fucking know? talking about, Gary? I looked out for chills. Everything you've gotten, everything you're oh, on. Look, fucking, you're, hey. on, you're on. Fucking, uh, uh, think like a man. Hey, you man. fucking, you've done. You're, I looked you're out. Fucking I, look, I looked out for chills. <laughs> Gary, you fucking, you're huge, bro. Hey man, I looked out for her. Yeah, you looked out for a lot of people. <laughs> I'm like this. Hey man, I like you were I, my first. I, you were my first TV. Fucking. But I like, I like seeing comics flourish because you know a lot of times we get so caught up in hearing about the comics, <clears throat> comics we don't like. Yeah, and a lot of hate goes on when somebody makes it. I'm like, dude, anytime a comic hits, yeah, it like 
gets my juices flowing and inspires yeah. me because I'm like, it can happen yeah. at any time. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. I go, dude, and there's enough for everybody. There's enough for everybody, Wait, guys. Dude, I was in I, uh, two things. I was in Chicago. I was at the Improv in Schaumburg, yeah. and Kev was doing the United Center. Yeah. And we he sold out and I sold out. Yeah. And I was like, oh, there's enough for everybody. We're good. And We're I good. was in my I was in Hawaii when Gabriel was there this past January. Uh-huh. He's granted he's doing the selling what is that? The big theater there? Uh the Blaisdell. The Blaze, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was doing the Blue Note. You, but we were packed. But you're packed. Two shows at the, the Blue, Blue Note. Note. Ain't too many people in Hawaii. This is this year. Wow. This is January. I'm getting ready to go back. When are you going? Well, I shot my special in I saw that. at the Blaze Arena. Really, I don't I don't watch that stand up, but I watched it. You did? Yeah, it was good. Yeah. It was good. <laughs> you proud of me? Yeah, it was good. <laughs> I don't want like I tell you, I don't watch a lot of stand up because I don't want to ever think my jokes aren't mine. Yeah. But uh I think I was getting a shower or something. Yeah. And it popped up on my new Netflix. So I was like, yeah. click. You, you know watched, what I mean? You watched your buddy Joe. I did. I watched you were proud it. of me? It was good, man. It was good. You remember when you you remember when you put George Wilbur in front of me, you <laughs> son of a bitch? It's like this. Some bitch. He clearly didn't have George open for him in Hawaii. <laughs> you fucking <laughs> asshole. When are you going you back? You knew I was going to die. You, you I literally lit the fucking fire. I did not, And man. you were like, hey, walk into that fire right now. I That's exactly what you said. I was helping you grow. You son of a bitch. I was helping bitch. you grow. Imagine if you went up and ripped. You'd be so cocky right now. Oh, I would be. be. an asshole. I'd be like, Gary, Gary yeah, look, look oh. what a nice guy you are. Right, You're welcome. Very hum- you made me humble. <laughs> You're welcome. The fa- that's the best part about stand-up. You'll have 3,000 shows where you destroy and the one yeah, it's that, that you one. don't do that well, Yeah, you can. every comic can name off all their bombs. Oh, I can, I can do you more than that. You can't name off all your rips, I can but you can name off that. all your bombs. I can do better than that. I can remember one guy. I don't care about the one show. You can, you can smash 3,000 people, but there was that one guy that was to the left. That didn't fucking laugh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the guy that won't every laugh time, your show every, and you every, focus on him. Every time the fucking audience is in sync and, and clapping and applauding and cheering, he just happens to take a yeah. drink out of his beer for some fucking reason. Does, this. does he crack a smile? This. Looks at his watch. Yeah, he does that shit. Takes deep. Yeah. He always has time to screw the cat back on his water. Man, fuck you, man. Why are you at my show? That's all we think about. I may say something funny then. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't say that. He says it with his eyes. Yeah. He says it with I'm his eyes. I'm going with that shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going with that shit. So. Gary, I'm so happy you're here, bro. Yeah, man. I meant it a lot oh, when I, I was... said when I first saw you, uh, you look good, man. Yeah, you too. How old's your son now? You don't like taking compliments, huh? It's weird. Is it weird? How old's your son? Why can't you take a compliment, Gary? Thank you, Joe. You're welcome. <laughs> How old's your son? You look very handsome. You look very uh, successful. Uh, it shows on your face. Dude, how fucking old is your son now? 16. Mm. Just bought Mine's, him a car. Wow. Mine's, and guess what? He don't give a fuck. He Ubers everywhere. Doesn't even mine, drive Mine's 18. He's still ain't driving. Yep. I don't get it. When I was 15, uh, oh. I was already saving money for a, a shitty Honda. Dude. This kid don't give two shits. My son rides in the back seat because it's the safest place in the car. <laughs> even when it's just me and him. He'll just hop in the back. Oh, wait. I got to ask you a question. I know we're supposed to rap. We were supposed to rap. 20 minutes ago, but this is such a great pod. I love you, Gary Owen. Gary Owen, follow everything on Gary Owen. He has everything at Gary Owen, GaryOwen.com, everything. Don't put an S at the end of that shit. Please. Listen, your son went up on stage at- uh, Tommy T's in Tommy Pleasanton. Tommy T's in Pleasanton. Was he telling you he wanted to be a comedian, or is this just something that happened? He goes, is it a dare? Dude. Or did he finally 
open up to you and go, Dad, I always wanted to be a comic like you. Nah. What he, happened? He has the gift yeah. if he had a passion for it. Yeah. That kid could come in here and rip this whole room to shreds. Yeah. Just talking shit. And you're like, I don't know how he does it. But Tommy T took a real liking to my son over the week. Because he's, he's a nice kid. He's polite. And he's nice. Yeah. He's funny. He goes, Austin, man, you should go up. You should go up tonight. And my son goes, how much? Tommy goes, I'll give you 100 bucks. How, old, go, is he? how old is he? This was last year, so he was 18? 17. 17, okay. He goes, how much? And Tommy goes, I'll give you 100 bucks. And then I go, I'll match it. So he had $200. Nice. This is at 3 o'clock. That fucker went up at 8. Wait, and he really went up that day? Five hours, wrote a five-minute set. No way. And the only thing he asked me was, do you got any tips, Dad? And I go, just get the crowd on your side. Don't put them down. Yeah. I go, so we're in Oakland. I said, they're going to like you because you're my son. You're going to get that courtesy. I say, like, but the Warriors just won the title. Yeah. I said, congratulate them on the Warriors winning a title, and they'll clap automatically. So yeah. he did that. But he he wrote all that shit. And I was like, like I was damn near tearing up. Yeah. Like, there's no, and they never went up again. Wait, what? Never gone up again. He's like, nah, good. I did it. So he's not going to go up? I don't know if he will or not. Eventually, I think he will, because everyone's like, he's following your footsteps. Like, we we just moved to North California, so he's he's at a new high school, and he's even when it's eighty degrees, he wears a hoodie. Yeah. And one of the kids go, <laughs> one of his buddies told me this. He goes, one of the kids, go, hey man, why you always got a hoodie on when it's hot? He goes, because I'm cold blooded. <laughs> but never looked at the kid, just kept walking down the hallway because I'm cold blooded. <laughs> That's funny, dude. The kid's just funny, man. He has the I gift. would love to see him go up again. I want to see that. I want my son to go up so bad, man. It's 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 killing me. Because yeah. I know I think he's gonna do it. Mm-hmm. He's hinted. Uh, there was yeah. a couple situations where I was like, hey, you wanna go up and just introduce me? And he was like, All right. Yeah. I go, you wanna do some has jokes? He? No. I, I need this to happen though. See, it's weird. I thought it was gonna be my daughter, because when she was a little girl, she went on stage a few times. Really? Yeah. And we did that uh, Shaq All-Star tour. Yeah. And D-Ray brought her out to bring me up, right? And she came out, like, all timid. And she grabbed that mic and was, give it up for my dad, (laughs) Gary (laughs) Owen! (laughs) And she went, woo! How old was she? Like six. (laughs) And D-Ray went, what the fuck? And even I'm like, what the fuck was that? She came out so timid, though. Like, she had these Uggs on, and she was kind of, you know, sliding instead of walking. And she grabbed that goddamn mic. Give it up for my dad! (laughs) (laughs) That's good. But she's now clearly wants to be behind the scenes. But my son, even on my reality show on BET, he was funny. Yeah. You know, is he would just they would come out, but if you could get the behind the scenes shit of him bagging on the camera guys yeah. and the grips and craft services, I was yeah. like, we got to capture that. I mean, he's got it. Yeah, I mean, he can go, and it's just it's all his tone and delivery. Yeah, he just has it. If it when are you gonna be in Hawaii again? Uh, November. Already sold out. Blaze Arena. You're already sold. Yeah, that okay. sold out like right away. We need more black people in Hawaii. What? No, bro. <laughs> it's so funny. Everyone thinks that I just have that that core audience. It's bro. No, I said for me. You, your your diversity is huge too, though, man. Yeah, it's getting there. It's no, getting it's, there. it's. I saw it. It's getting there. How many shows are you doing in Hawaii this time? Um, it's probably gonna it'll it'll hit like twenty. Twenty shows at the Blaisdell? No, no, twenty k. About twenty one. Twenty thousand people. About twenty one thousand. Oh, I thought you were doing twenty shows. Yeah, that's what I did last. I did uh, 13. Remember the one time you kept posting it, like, it's already sold out? It was crazy. 
That's crazy. Yeah. It was selling out like in minutes. It was in minutes, yeah. That's when you're, it's weird when you're. It's crazy because now they're already sold out. Like San Jose sold out. Um, San Diego sold out. What are you doing in San Diego? Which, which venue? It's a, I forget. It's like like a arena, like like mm. kind of an arena, I guess. Oh, okay. You don't know the name Bakersfield of it? sold out. <laughs> you don't know the name of it? I don't know it. Hmm. I'll, I'll tell you. <laughs> this Thanks. is bad pod right now. <laughs> uh, you should okay. go up at one of my shows, man. I'd love to. Tell me what city of Would I'm you off. really? Of course. Bro, that'd be so dope, Gary. Yeah. Go up. Let's make Bring, it happen. Seriously. I would love that, man. Let's make it happen. It's so cool to share uh, these stories with you because I think a lot of people don't understand what kind of grind we went through. You know yeah. what I mean? They see you on the the big screen and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They That's why Gary's blowing up. He knows those guys. Uh, no. But you know, you don't you don't know the getting off in the Navy, getting off work at, at four, driving up to LA to do a five minute spot yeah. at nine PM and then have to drive back, back down to be back at work the yep. next day. They don't I know used that. to sleep at the Kmart in Dana Point if I got too tired. I had the S ten pickup and I used to <laughs> just sit there and take like an hour nap and then finish my drive. Or I'd lie to people, I'd get like a Navy buddy to drive with me. I go, Yeah, I saw Jim Carrey last night. Never saw him. Yeah. And he's like, Are you serious? <laughs> then we go up to LA but I didn't see anybody. I go, Weird. Weird. God, <laughs> last night. Jesus Christ. No, Jesus Christ was here. Yeah, he was here. No, seriously. <laughs> no. He walked up and down sunset. Right. <laughs> he was Jewish. He was Jewish. And now he's not. It's weird. All it's right, good times, bro. Yeah, man. Good I'm to see so you. I'm so happy for your success. I'll see you again in 2029 then. 2000. Nah, man. <laughs> Come up. Do a show. Come and do one of my shows, please. Yeah. Dude, let's just make it happen. Let's make it happen. Yeah. I won't, I won't put you on the fly or anything. You just walk up. Yeah. We'll do like a Brian Dennis deal. Yes, Brian Dennis. <laughs> Sorry, I'll put you at the at the La Quinta. <laughs> Gary Owen, everything. Gary Owen, you guys follow him on every social platform. Uh, this is one of the funniest. This is my bro, man, in the biz, man. We started way, way, way back. So just be passionate about what it is that you want to be, and just pursue it. And that's what it is, man. Key to success is just keep moving, you guys. You know what I mean? Whether it's uh, putting flyers on a on a car or performing at a karaoke club whatever it is that you're passionate about it'll happen and it takes time it takes a long time you guys so get ready for that ride it's a long road in front of you but enjoy that ride gary owen man it's been a pleasure man yeah man good seeing you I thanks for having me on it's koi pond we're out Don't fake it, just bust a move. This joint is gonna get you in the mood. Star Bands Audio, a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.